Welcome to the Passionate Podcast, where we desire to invoke the passion of God in His people with your host, Joel Aline. If you are interested in joining the community of the passionate, make sure you stick around to the end of the podcast for more details. But for right now, here is your dose of passion. What is going on, passionate? It is your boy, Joel. Grace and peace. I hope you guys are having an awesome day so far. Welcome to another episode of A Dose of Passion, a part of the Passion of Podcast, designed to invoke the passion of God in His people, and designed to help you see God rightly, know Him rightly, and show off His glory to the ends of the earth. Um, man, excited to be back. It's been a little while since we've recorded another episode, but trust me when I say, guys, uh, we got some big things on the way, so I cannot be... A, I can't even begin to describe what it's going to be like uh, to be able to get all of that stuff out to you guys. So hang with us, stay with us, rock with us. Uh, we will be extending those new things coming up very, very soon. If you guys got a chance to, um, I was recently a guest host on the Open Concepts podcast with uh, Elliot and EJ and just such a really awesome time. Uh, very different than what we do here, <laughs> but really great discussion. So if you guys haven't checked out that episode, hop over to their podcast, Open po- Open Concepts Podcast. Find it pretty much anywhere a podcast is found. Go check it out. Go listen. All right. All right. Today, guys, we're going to be talking about community and do we need it? Is it important? I would say yes, because it's one of the pillars of what we do here, but before we get into anything else, let's discuss those pillars very clearly. Remember our three golden rules. Number one, this is just a dose of passion. Just a dose. If you want the fullness of passion, rule number two, make sure that you're spending time with God in intimate worship, prayer, and in his word. And rule number three, make sure that you guys, like we're going to be discussing today, are finding yourself in a good godly community and serving in your local church all right y'all ready let's get it time for a dose of passion okay so guys we're going to be talking about the touchy subject of community or in other words humans interacting with other humans for the purpose of growth with one another you know do we actually need that or not (laughs) You know, sometimes uh, as an introvert, I love my solitude and I'm recharged even by times of solitude and being away from others, but intentionally uh, doing something that's going to refresh my spirit and my soul. But I'm learning more and more, especially within this time of quarantine, which is as of the time of recording this, almost been a year, which is crazy that we are in desperate need, especially if you think of like young adults and youth, we're in desperate need of interaction with other people. Like we we need to be able to do life alongside others. And I posed the question earlier, community, do we need it or do we not? And I believe the answer to that question is very simple. Yes. In fact, emphatically, yes, we were designed 
for community and communal interaction. God said it best when he even gave Adam a helpmate and gave Adam a partner in Eve in Genesis 2. He said so clearly, it is not good for man to be alone. Why is that? Why is it not good for us as humans to just, you know, we don't need people. We could just do it on our own. We could journey with God on our own and we could just look to God and, and read our Bibles on our own and worship on our own and just be by ourselves. Why is it not good for us to do that? Well, let's dive in this together and we'll flesh this out. One of the biggest reasons I see that that's not good for us to do that alone is because we lose a sense of God in his fullness. You see, God himself is a communal God. He is a part of a trinity, the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. When he established us as humans in creation and making us, if he was going to make us to reflect his glory, he knew that we needed to do that with others around us. You see, if we're going to reflect God rightly, we also need to look like the community he's already surrounded us with, engaged with other people. You see, even in our prayer to God, when we think of uh, the Lord's Prayer, our Father, that invites us into a sense of community and communal engagement. It takes away from the idea of my God is my God alone and I don't need anybody else to serve my God. Yes, our faith walk and faith journey is something we have to take into our responsibility for the way that we get to live it out. But it is not solely us alone when we walk out our faith. We are a part of a global church and we should also be a part of a local church and a local church community that engages one another so we can grow alongside together. So why is it so difficult? And, and what can we do to develop good, godly, engaging communities? Well, let's use um, the example of Hebrews 10.25. This, this verse is so simple, but I love how it says it. It says, let us consider how to stir one another up to love and good works, not neglecting meeting together as some of the habits are doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more, as you see, the day is drawing near. Now, the context of this verse is less about, hey, people, get you behind the church and, you know, be in the building so that you can engage and be engaged. But it's actually more of an encouragement to not isolate, not create our own factions and groups, but to be, and this is my first point, engaged with God's people. God's people are meant to be a life-on-life life building. We're a body. What part of your body does not connect to another part? It's always interacting. You think of your hands interacting with your your arms and your wrists they all need to do something together your heart interacts with your whole body by pumping blood through it 
And just like that, the body of Christ is called to be engaged at all times. If one part of the body stops engaging another part of the body, then there's going to be life lost. And that's not the goal of the church and the goal of community. Life on life action requires engagement. Life on life community requires engagement. Communities easily die off when we choose not to engage in it. Uh, you think of a podcast or a YouTube platform. If somebody hasn't posted something in a couple of weeks, their engagement goes down and that community kind of dies off. If somebody's not taking time to actually ask me, hey, man, how you doing? Or if I'm not willing to actually ask and reach out to somebody to say, hey, man, what's going on? I haven't heard from you in a while. Man, how's it going? How's life? How are you with your walk? Then you will easily see communities and communities of the body of Christ begin to dwindle and lose life within it. So commit to engage would be one of our first practical steps when we're looking at building good community. Number two, when we think of this verse, especially in Hebrews, like I said, let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without worrying, for he who promised is faithful. Let us consider to stir each other up to love and to good works, to love and to good works. Let us consider stirring each other up. Now, this is one of the things that challenges me. We have to think about being humble. Yes, it's all good for us to be able to stir one another up, but somebody also has to be stirred up. And to, for us to do that, we got to come with a perspective to our communities of not knowing it all. We don't. We, we don't. You legitimately don't. God is the only one who is omniscient. He is the only one who is all anything. We, on the other hand, are limited in our knowledge and our understanding. And yes, maybe some of our understandings are a bit broader than others, but we should never engage our communities from a place of arrogance and pride, whether it's in our knowledge of the word of God or in our right standing or belief of right standing with God. Let us come to our communities with a humble perspective saying, God, this is your people. And I'm committed to growing and learning together alongside of your people because, Lord, you have so much for us as a body, as much as you just have for me as an individual. If we want to stir each other up and push each other forward to be able to see more of God, humility is going to be the way that we do that. Not serving out of a heart of arrogance or loving out of a heart of arrogance but truly loving as Christ has loved us. And number three, when we look at the practical steps of being a good community, guys, we got to be vulnerable. Vulnerable. Vulnerability is the hallmark of the church. Sharing our lives together openly and honestly it's a scary thing. The, the Bible talks about the idea of confessing your sins to one another that you would be healed. And that idea is not just saying, well, 
me opening up my sin and being honest about my sin and my brokenness and my hurt to my my brothers and my sisters around me is going to fix all my problems. Nah, it is a dual process. Christ does the internal work of the heart cleansing that we cannot do. But the honesty of bringing our sin, our brokenness to light by confessing it in a body, in a community alongside others allows us to no longer live in secret and in hiding, but bring our lives to light. And allow others to engage and walk alongside us so that we don't have to live independent, but truly dependent on God and his people. I know sharing our lives can be a scary thing, especially for people who we don't know fully. A lot of us may have come into um, young adults groups or youth groups or churches recently and we're barely clicked up there. But... It is our challenge for us to prayerfully consider who we can open our hearts to. It is not good for us to walk through seasons of our lives where we are not engaging in some kind of community around us. If you have been hurt in church before or hurt by communities, first of all, I want to say I'm sorry. That is a terrible thing to experience and not something that is supposed to happen within God's church. But I would encourage you to reach out to whoever your pastor is, um, a leader of the community that you're engaged with. If you are really finding yourself struggling and afraid to be able to be vulnerable within community and don't really know where to start, Hopefully that allows for you to find great connections with good godly people and engage in conversations that you you can be yourself. You can be seen. You can be heard. You can be engaged with. You can be allowed to be humble and you can grow. Let us stir one another up to love and good works. Let us not forsake the habit of meeting together. And let's encourage each other as the day draws near. This is all communal language. It's not just about us. We don't live our lives solo for God, but we are called to live a part of a community and help grow that community as well. So guys, here's my encouragement to you. This week, If you're a part of a community, a local church or a young adults group, or you're a part of a good friend group that you've been journeying with throughout the word of God and really challenging one another, reach out. Feel free to say, man, how you been? Or whether to a pastor or leader to say, you know, I've really been struggling with loneliness and feeling separated from the community over this last little while. Let's start there. And start with great interactions once again with God's people. And you never know, man, what life change is on the other side of your willingness to engage with God's people again. I know I'm trying to get back into the habit of it. I'm engaging in a brand new men's Bible study. And man, it's been so life-giving. But it's challenging. I ain't going front. A lot of people I don't know. And a lot of people who are older than me and wiser than me. But I got to heed my own advice as well. So I'm going to commit to engage. 
be humble enough to listen and grow and be vulnerable to share my life. Praying that God's wisdom would go before me as I do so, but also being encouraged to know that I am a part of community, that I am seen within this body of Christ, and I got brothers and sisters around me. So remember, guys, you're not doing life alone. The people of God are just that, his people. We are a collective. And if you just look up directly to God, you're going to miss your brothers and sisters sitting at the table with you. Remember, guys, we were never called to be alone and do this life alone. God has created us for community as much as he has also created us for himself. It's not either or. It's both and. That was Dose of Passion. Guys, if you were encouraged by today's episode or any of the episodes that we've done so far, please make sure that you guys leave a like, a subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, and as well that you guys are leaving a five-star rate and review. This really helps us to continue to grow the community and be able to get this content out to more people so that they can also experience a little dose of passion. Grace and peace, family. Have an amazing day.